see what points are being made without the other gender being present. The goal is to get a clear understanding on how each other thinks. Because a lot of the stuff that they were saying is stuff that people think but don't say. Felt like it was some stuff that I learned, and it was also some stuff that I was able to share that I have done. Men put women into categories. She's the wife, she's the girlfriend, she's the lover, you know, whatever. And he's doing that by testing you to see how far he can go. You don't have to be looking for your forever husband before you have even found yourself. Before you get to looking for him, look for you. Thank you so much for creating this platform for us to be able to have a voice. So thank you. What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to this What Women Think series here on the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And I will be the moderator for this particular series. Purpose of the Talk to Q radio show is not to force you to think a certain way, but to encourage you to think for yourself. You can do so by listening to the perspective of others. Even if you don't agree, you still need to consider what's being said if you want to be a completely informed individual. I recorded a live show back on May 21st called How to Date a Single Parent. It was a very intense show, to say the least. Whenever men and women discuss dating, then there will always be opposing views. So often when these debates occur, people will hear trigger words that incite them to respond. However, when they are formulating their response in their heads as they wait for the other person to finish talking, they can sometimes miss what's actually being said. I listened to the How to Date a Single Parent podcast the next day, and I thought that in some cases both the men and women were actually saying the same thing. However, a mutual understanding may have been lost because of how the message was delivered. So I figured that maybe I should just split the group up and continue the discussion. I'm going to continue to just be a moderator as I was that night. I want the ladies to have the stage to themselves. I have the ladies returning to join me on this podcast. Ashley, Shonda, Angel Charmaine, Erica, and we hope that Crystal will dial in at some point. She's not on the line yet. I will play some of the things that were said in the original podcast, and we'll see what points are being made without the other gender being present. The goal is to get a clear understanding on how each other thinks. So let's get started on this How Do We Feel series here on T2Q. And ladies, I want to welcome you on. How's it going? Doing good. Doing good. All is well. We're doing good. Good. So first of all, ladies, I want to reflect on the show from May 21st. Um, What was your reaction to the show itself? Not necessarily what was said. We're going to get to that in a moment. But do you think that the show was needed and why? And that's for whoever wants to speak up. I enjoyed the show. Um, I enjoyed hearing other perspectives um, from the men because a lot of the stuff 
that they were saying is stuff that people think but don't say. And so it was interesting and good for me to actually hear their thoughts out loud because it gives us a chance to combat a lot of those, I would say, old-timey views and beliefs about single well, mostly single moms, because I'm 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 only a single mom, so I can't speak for single dads. But most of those myths about single moms. So I was glad for us to be able to get a chance to um, dispel some of those. Okay, Ashley, how do you feel I, about the show? Do you um, think that it was needed, or what do you do? You agree with Erica? I agree with Erica. I definitely feel like it was needed. That way everybody could express, like, what really goes through their minds with certain situations, especially dealing with, of course, children and dating and how far it should go. Like, I I definitely feel like it was needed. I can't. I I talked about that show all night, that night. It was just so many different points that I heard, and then being the youngest person to ever call in, like, I felt like it was some stuff that I learned, and it was also some stuff that I was able to share that I have done with only being 29 years old with two kids and being a single parent for, what, almost 11 years now. (laughs) But, yeah, it was very well needed. Okay. LaShonda? Um. It was it was good just being on the other side of the situation of not having kids but dating men who do have children and as I stated last week who are are present. Um, it was another another area that I did not get a chance to touch that I hope that I will get a chance to touch this week. But overall, I think that uh, it was it was really good, very insightful. Okay. All right. Well, whatever that is, hopefully um, it will come up during the course of the show. And if not, be sure to save it for your final thoughts. Uh, So let's jump right to it. And Angel, I'm going to throw the first question out to you. But before I do so, I'm going to play this 40-second clip from the um, How to Date a Single Parent podcast. See, the same thing that will make you wear the scarlet letter, quote-unquote, well, dude, you know, especially in the hood, it's a badge of honor. You got kids, and especially they in different spots. Well, I mean, people be lying if they ain't never heard this before, but a lot of time in the hood, especially, you know, black women, they say, well, damn, that nigga must got some good dick or something. They ain't saying this a shame and all that stuff. They don't say that till they get older and smarter. So then they end up getting pregnant for this motherfucker. So I be trying to tell them, you know, hey, you know, try to, Try to avoid the pregnancy part. You know what I'm saying? If you want to experiment and see what the guy got, fine. You know, but, but you know, just don't get pregnant. You know, that's what shots and shit for if you got to do go that route. All right, so, Angel, that was Eminem speaking. And um, I'll let you respond to what he said. I mean, you know, was he wrong for saying that women should protect themselves when it comes to getting pregnant? Or, I mean, what's your overall response to what was said? Well, I actually believe that he touched on several different topics in in a very short statement. Um, And it's Uh kind of hard to tackle the whole thing, so I won't try to do that right now. I will say that um, I do agree that 
women, young girls, older older girls, and, and even older women um, do have a responsibility to take care of their bodies. They do have a responsibility um, to choose wisely who they're going to lay down with and make children with. It's, it's not a, oh, it happened. Um, it, it should be something that's thought about. So I, I agree with that. The, the things I did not agree with when it comes to his statement is why young women choose. It's not because it's not because they're slanging the D. It, that ain't it. That that that's what that's an ego trip for a man. <laughs> because many young women do not deal with those men because of the size of their penis or what they slinging. Many of them get involved with those with with men that they probably shouldn't because they're looking for security, they're looking for stability, they're looking for mm-hmm. you know a whole lot of other things that they think they'll find in this guy. And for the majority, I'm not gonna say all, but the majority of young girls is not about the D. It just isn't. That is that's that that's a cover up. Is superficial, and then that whole idea. You know, uh, then he just really went all the way left towards the end. But I can agree that their women have to take responsibility for whom they choose to lay down with. It's a choice. Okay. And, Erica, what's your take on it? Do you agree with what Angel said? Um, Do women do bear some type of responsibility as far as the type of guy? they choose to date with, especially when it comes to, you know, getting pregnant? Yes, definitely. We have a a responsibility to protect ourselves from um, men who are just there temporarily to have sex with us and not willing to stick around when it's time to step up and be responsible for a child that they made. Um, but a lot of times when we're young and just getting out there and meeting men, and I can speak for myself personally, being greened and being out in the world and believing what a guy says to me is the truth and wanting to believe it. So I don't fault a woman for wanting a man and, and believing that he wants the same thing that she wants. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they tell you. They tell you all the good stuff that they know you want to hear, and then when it's time for the baby to get here, they ghost. So some of his some of his statement did hit home and um, kind of rang true because the part that I didn't agree with was, oh, he must be got some good deed because he got all these kids all over the place. <laughs> Don't no woman say no mess like that. <laughs> but what they do fall for is he will come and present himself as if, yeah, I made some mistakes in the past, but I'm really looking for that right one to be with and settle down with, and I think that's uh-huh. going to be you. And we believe that, and we fall for it, and then we end up being one of the other ones in the group. But it's not like we're seeking that out. So I didn't exactly. agree with him saying that. Okay. All right, so LaShonda, what about when it comes to guys that have a a track record of kids they're not taken care of? Shouldn't they always be off limits? Yes, Lord, they really should. Um, 
I actually dated a guy. I have a lot of different experiences with with guys. Not to say that I've just, you know, I've, I'm not just been quote unquote out there, <laughs> whatever. I've just had different experiences with guys. But mm-hmm. I, I did kind of date this guy. Um, he slipped up and told me that he was thinking about turning over his rights to his children. I said, wait a minute, what did you just say? Um, and it wasn't that. He was really taking care of them anyway, but you just don't like the idea of them calling you and asking you for money. So rather than that, you just be like, you know what? I don't want to leave. I don't want to be your dad no more. Like, nigga, who wow. is that? Like, really? So after that, I just, you know, Remove myself from from the situation, and he could not understand why. And when I explained to him why, then you know he wanted to try to make up for it. Which how can you make up for something like that that you are not in your children's life? You can't get mad at them for just calling you and wanting money because you are not there no other way. So that's on you. But no, absolutely not. Um, that is that is uh, another guy I dated. He spent all of his children and paid so much in child support that uh, um, the the child support place put his DHS. They sent him a check. He was paying so good. I said, "Good grief, you own it, sir." But yes, I I have a huge problem with guys that, um, especially if I know that you have children and I don't see them. You you are that uh, social media dad. You post about them, but then I never see them. Major problem. But that speaks a lot about you, who you really are, and your character. Right, right. Okay, so Ashley, let me throw the question at you. I mean, when it comes to guys who have a track record of having kids they're not taken care of, uh, should you avoid them at all costs? And you know, play the odds because the odds are he's going to do the same thing with you. Or do you believe that everyone deserves another chance, and you just have to use a level of discernment when dealing with them? Uh, I'm going to avoid. I'm going to avoid at all costs because I have two kids, like I said, with two different men. And my first child, you know, her dad is not in her life at all. Well, he's trying now, but. Due to some things that happened in the past, he had to go away for a while, and he's not well. Well, he got he got laced or primoed, whatever term you want to use. And for the longest, she thought that, of course, her sister's dad was her dad, which he doesn't have a problem with that. He stepped in and he raised her as his own and still does. And this is fixing to be my main reason why I stay away because if I was to proceed and try to make things work with somebody like that, and we have a child together and you don't take care of your own already, how can I expect you to take care of mine? Because I have sat on the porch with my oldest daughter, and she cried the day her dad was supposed to come see her, and he never showed up and asked why he didn't want her. And that hurt me, and I can't go through nothing like that again because I can't say what I might do. (laughs) So I will avoid at all costs to keep myself in check and out of trouble and to keep any child from going through that again because that that's hurtful 
to this day it still makes me cry, and this happened about six years ago. So I would definitely avoid it at all costs. Like, there's no explaining why you're not in your kid's life. Because I hear a lot of them say, well, it's a mama, it's a mama. I don't really feel like it's a mom all the time. Sometimes it could be, but there's ways around all of that. Like I tell everybody, there's ways around it. But if you don't want to go that route, that means you're not really trying, you know. So, yeah, I wouldn't even go that route with somebody that doesn't take care of their child at all. Okay. All right. Understood. And Crystal is dialing in. I'm going to get her on in just a second. But um, as I get ready to bring her up, I want to go to another clip, uh, something that was said back on that show on May 21st, and uh, we'll get your opinion on, on that. So let me play this clip, which was by uh, Ray. And sometimes I think women feel like, you know, being as if they have extra children that, or kids by multiple parents or whatever, that people look down on that, which, which they do. But it's all about how you take care of those kids is how people's opinion is going to change. Okay. To the final lines I go. From the 248 area code, the outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit, please welcome on the author, the show hostess, the show legend, Miss Crystal Hickerson. Chris, what's going on today? Hey, Q, how are you? And I'm doing well. Glad to have you on. And, and to the other ladies, you know, don't feel bad. I mean, when you're a show legend, you just get that special intro. But one day, I can see you all making it to that point. One day, all of you will have things wrong. It's just going to take some time to reach a legendary status. All hail the queen. Right. <laughs> you know what that means. That means I'm old, girls. So <laughs> we got to do something to keep my spirits up, you know. <laughs> I think Crystal has probably called in on at least 600, 700 shows. So she, she, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I know. I didn't know it was that many. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm real. I'm so older than what, I thought. <laughs> that's what Ray had to say about society looking down on single women with multiple kids and Crystal. I'll ask you I mean, women have dealt with double standards since Adam and Eve. Do women feel as if they have to work twice as hard to show their worthiness when it comes to relationships than what men do? Well, you know, I think it um, they may feel that way because, yes, society makes it feel everything is a woman's fault, okay, you know, all the way back to Eve, you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, if we are having children out of wedlock or the man leaves us, then, of course, that's our issue. So we're single because we either chose that life or we did something that made the man leave. So for the new man coming in, yeah, he may feel that, well, you're lucky to have me (laughs) because I accept you and your children. So I'm such a great guy, you know. (laughs) So I, I see I see where he's, you know, 
kind of coming from, and that's usually the situation. So unfortunately, that leads to women, of course, feeling that, yes, we need to do something more. We need to be super women, better than we were before, you know, <laughs> leaping tall, you know, mountains and everything in order to make sure that he's comfortable, that our children uh-huh. don't get in the way, you know, you know, <laughs> don't mm-hmm. cause too much trouble. And it's like, we don't want to cause too much trouble. We're, we're grateful that you're here and you're amazing. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, that's that's a typical thing of society, you know. Um, so it's really up to the woman to say, you know what, this is me. These are my children. Either you deal with that or, you know, you move along. And it's a hard thing to do. I understand that um, because we all want great relationships and want companion. We want someone to be with us and to love us and we want that fantasy but um and and in in society, especially in America, well probably all over the world, but you know, American. So I can only speak for America that uh-huh. if you don't have that, then yeah, something must be wrong with you. You didn't do something right or, you know, you're not pretty enough or whatever. You're flawed somehow. So uh-huh. yeah. And Erica, what do you think about that? Do you think that women have to work twice as hard to show their dating worthiness when it comes to relationships more so than the men? Yes. When the man has a bunch of kids, he's not actually living with those kids. So, But the woman has all her kids with her. So when he comes into the situation, he has to deal with all of her kids. And in his mind... And a lot of times in the women's mind, they look at that as I'm putting a, a burden on him or he's looking at it like I want her, so i got to take the kids that go along with her. Uh-huh. And then that becomes like a, you know, it, it becomes something subconscious in the back of your mind. You don't really consciously say it, but you know you're thinking it. And so that's when women get into where they're overcompensating. And like Crystal said, they make sure the kids are standing perfectly in line so you won't run my man off. And um, it's it's unfair. It's unfair because, like we were talking about last week, a lot of times we got to deal with baby mamas who are out of the box, out of control, off the chain. Any man I've ever dealt with has never had any kind of situations or issues with my kid's father because I don't play that. I don't, I don't, you know, go back and mess with my baby daddies. I don't give them any reason to think that they have any say-so in my personal life. So I've never had any kind of baby daddy drama. But I always seem to end up with a man who got baby mamas that think they can you know, come to your house whenever they want to, call your phone, or you know, just do all types of stuff to try to cause confusion in the relationships. So, yeah, it's very much harder for a woman to, you know, find a man who is going to, you know, accept her and love her and love her kids. Most of the time they they accept the kids by default, but they're not really trying to take on those kids. All right. And, Angel, let me ask you this. This question would be for, for you, Ashley and LaShonda. But, 
Angel, how difficult is it to date knowing that so many men lump all women into the same category? You'll have a woman who has her stuff together and she handles her business over here, but you'll have a woman who can only offer a big button a smile over there. Yet the two of you are looked at as equals by a lot of men. Why do you think that is? Well, I think there are a lot of reasons why that is, but to to answer that from, from my perspective, um, I personally think that you're, for me, it doesn't matter <laughs> what they, what groups they try to, try to group us in and put us all uh-huh. together and, you know, we're all the same. I really, I guess I'm really big on women understanding that they have a choice. <laughs> I, I think sometimes we feel like we just got to take somebody. We just need a, you know, we just want, because we want companionship and we want somebody. And I think sometimes it's about how we feel about ourselves as single mothers. And I'm that, like all the other ladies have said, when it comes to society and, and how they, you know, um, judge us and things of that nature. But when you think about what that woman feels about herself to make her feel like, she got because all men don't think that way, and I, and I have to say I haven't had the experience of a man who, you know, felt like my children were a burden or, um, or I felt like I had to make my kids behave. So I, I've not had those experiences, and I think part of that is because I knew I could choose, and I had some say into who I was dealing with. And, you know, if you if you choose to deal with a man who thinks that all women are just the same, I mean, but you made that choice. So I'm I'm just I'm really big on women getting to the point where they understand that you don't just because society thinks that way doesn't mean you have to. It doesn't mean uh-huh. that's not who you are, right? So for me, I sit in that place where you can lump us all together all you want, and there are lots of reasons that it's done, but women don't have to choose to be in relationships with men who think that a successful woman who is, who is doing things like she's supposed to do and she's taking care of business and the way that she wants to take care of business, we don't have to deal with a man who thinks that she is the same as the big booty girl who just trying to, you know, get her rent paid or whatever, whatever. If you don't have to deal with a man who loves all women together like that. And not all men think like that. And you can choose. Don't choose. Don't choose that one. <laughs> and Ashley, do you agree? Uh, Angel took the words out of my mouth, but like, I definitely think that's something that society put out there because uh, it's, a lot of it I tend to take back to some of the music that some men listen to and all of them stereotype women as the same and say that we're pretty much dogs and bitches and all this and that, but it's it's almost like they have to pull themselves out of that thinking habit as well. As, and, again, you know, we as women, we have a choice. You know, and 
I feel like if a woman, like Angel said, if a woman feels great about herself and she is in tune with herself, that won't be a problem because she'll know what she's bringing to the table and it'll make her stand out a little bit more to a man that doesn't think all women are the same and that is actually looking for somebody that can offer him something besides a big butt and a smile. Because you have some women that can offer you a big butt and a smile and they're on top of their game. And then you have some women that can't have the big butt and the smile, but, you know, she still smiles and she's beautiful and she's going out here handling her business. And at the end, one day, those women will prevail and they will win. So it's just all about how a woman feels about herself. There's no other way to put it. A man going to be a man. <laughs> so. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but LaShonda, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you buy into what Ashley's saying? I mean, is it a society? Is it the culture? Is it music or, you know, the lack of man training? What do you think stems from where, where this stems from? You know, I really, I I don't know. Um, I'm really trying to wreck my brain trying to figure that out. Um, I don't know. It can just be a multitude of things. It could be mommy issues. It could be. I have no idea. And that's going to do it for this section of the What Women Think series on the Talk to Q radio show. Be sure to click on the link in the show notes to go to the next part or go to TalkToQ.com and find the link there in order to continue listening to the discussion. There is more ahead and you definitely don't want to miss it.